Hello and greetings to you on another beautiful Sunday. I am Vernon Sheridan, the pastor of the podcast called The Traveling Pulpit, and I want to welcome you today if this is your first time listening or if you are a returning listener, uh, listener, sorry, I want to thank you there also. Also, this message uh, can be found also on podcasts, Apple Google, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, or where you may get your podcast app from. Chances are the Traveling Pulpit is there as well. On today, I feel this message is dedicated to the men, the men of this world. I feel God is trying to relay a message to you, and that message to you is that you are still his man, that you are still Love that you are still sought after, that you are still being prepared for something great. I just want to be a vessel of God to deliver this message to you today. And I am grateful that I am God's chosen messenger to deliver this message to you today. You know, the Bible begins with the in the beginning, what God did in the beginning, how God did it, and in the beginning, the purposes of him doing it. Well, I'll say this in starting this message. In the beginning, man was created. In the beginning, man was the only being of his kind standing on the earth. In the beginning, man had no equal, meaning man had no competition, because in the beginning, God created man. Man was strong and without fear. Now, prior to the creation of man, God made everything. So upon the creation and introduction to the world, man would have no reason to be credited with anything that God created. Though God created man for the world, the world was not created for the man. Let me repeat that for you. Though God created man for the world, the world was not created for the man. That credit belongs to Christ Jesus, whom everything was created for him, including the man. John 1, 1 through through 3 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. God did not create man to be a slave, nor did God create man to be enslaved. Because when God made man, he made man to be free and to have freedom to explore and rule the world that he created for the man to be a part of. Ah, But something happened to that man that would change the very nature of creation and be passed down to all men that has now cast all men under the same penalty. And that penalty is sin. You see, when man sinned, he alienated himself from the very presence of God. And in doing so, he became weak. And he made weak children that would produce weak children. 
And from that came weak generations that turned into weak nations that eventually have become an epidemic of a world of weak men. I'm talking to the man today. I'm talking to I'm talking to the brothers today. Brothers, listen closely, please listen. I am not trying to hurt you with the word. I want you to understand that. Please listen. I, 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 I am trying not to hurt you with the word. I'm simply trying to help you through the word. Did you get that? I am not trying to hurt you with the word. I am simply trying to help you through the word. Why? Because this word has been written for us as how, as to how we ought to live our lives. However, the truth of the matter is, is that we are weak. We are a world of weak men because we are all descendants of a weak man. And do you know who gets hurt the most in our weakness? The woman. The one who was created to be our helpmeet has now become mother and leader to a world of weak men. The woman was not created to lead men. This was not her role in creation. Now, ladies, I'm not speaking to you through God's plan and not the world's. Forgive me. I'm speaking to you through God's plan and not the world's. I got ahead of myself. Forgive me. You see, it is written in the book of Genesis 2 and 18. God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. A woman cannot lead a man. Her role is to help the man as he leads. But because of man's weak nature, she has taken on a dual role, mother and leader. This goes against the very will of God to no fault of her own. For if the man would be a man and not a weak individual, then she would be his helper as they were created to be partners in leadership. Some weak men can weaken strong, some strong women. And when a weak man says something stupid out of his mouth or does something stupid in his actions, there are some women who will say or do the very same thing in support of that weak man. Now, just so you know, not that all women are mindless, but there are women who will follow a man or men who pretend to be strong when they are in fact weak. In turn, if the man is wrong in his leading, then some women are sure to follow the wrong man's lead. God's purpose is for the man to lead. And that purpose has not changed, but it has to be God that leads the man. First Corinthians 11 and three, the apostle Paul writes. But I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ. The head of a wife is her husband and the head of Christ is God. Since the beginning, excuse me, since the beginning, man has done nothing but destroy himself. It's not the woman's fault that the man can't follow directions, but some men treat women as if they're the enemy. When it was man himself who alienated himself from God. So it's not the woman's fault. Man can't follow directions. So if there is anyone to blame, it should be ourselves. 
because we got to make it right with God. And the only way we can make it right with God is that we turn our face back to God. That is the only way because God is our strength. And without God, we are a nation of weak, pitiful individuals. Remember Genesis 2 and 16. God told a man, you may surely eat of every tree of the garden. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat for in the day you eat of it, you shall surely die. Now, was any part of that given to the woman? Was any part of those instructions given to the woman? No, they weren't. But it is because of man's weakness, because of man's disobedience, sin entered into the world, making men slaves to the destructive nature of sin. Sin has stripped men, mankind, of their true meaning and purpose for his, for his existence upon the earth. And because of that, we have become weak in our words. We have become weak in our actions. We have become weak and lazy and not searching for the truth that is only found in the word of God. Instead, we become weak in the election to listen to deceitful and destructive words by people who by people who have been voted to seek out other weak people not searching for the truth but have fallen asleep to the truth that are now being led further into an endless spiral of weakness men you have to get this you have to understand your power in your place that is in God, you have to wake up and realize that you have been called by God, that you have been preordained by God, that you should be the leaders of this world. But instead, you have allowed the world to rock you to sleep. You have allowed the world to make you think that you are not a man. When in very fact, you are just what God created you. There is no reason for you to second guess who you think you should be because you already is you already are who God made you to be. Second Timothy four and three. Second Timothy four and three. Paul writes for the time is coming and I say has come. I'm not adding it, but I'm just adding my opinion, my words. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears will accumulate for themselves teachers who suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. I say lies. Again, those are my words. But I say lies. Paul says myths. But I say lies. And that's, that's my word. That's not Paul's word. Paul did not say that. He said myths. But brothers, let me tell you. There is hope. And that hope is only found in God's only begotten son, Jesus Christ. Jesus, the Christ. The only true son from the father came from heaven. And if he came from heaven, he went back to heaven to live among men here on earth. Jesus came from heaven to live among men as a man. 
to show the true nature and true freedom that is in the true father. God, the creator of all things seen and unseen. What that means, what does that mean in modern times is that Christ is alive. Christ came to this world to sacrifice himself only as an offering. Christ knew his role in coming to this earth was not to grow old as an old man, was not to file for full for, for uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, the AARP retirement plan. No, he came to this world as a sacrifice. Offering his body. For this world. The blood from his body. Covers our sin. The nail marks in his hands and feet, the spear stabbing between his ribs and the torn flesh of his body is done in for our behalf is done on our behalf that we might choose to have a relationship with his father. And through this relationship with his father, we I'm talking to us. I'm talking to you, brothers. I'm not finished talking to you. We. Would become adopted into God's family and become true sons so that we will be known to this world as the true sons of God. Brothers. It's very simple. Very simple. If you want to become strong in Christ. Accept. Christ into your life. Brothers, if you want to lead God's way, accept Christ into your life. Brothers, if you want to have eternal life with the Father, accept Christ into your life. Christ is the only way to the Father. This is how you become strong in Christ, brothers. And when you cast your vote, make your election sure that Christ is your choice, that all men are created equal. And no, know, know this. I'm saying no. N-O, accepting Christ will not make you sin less because this is still a sin infested world. But accepting Christ will not make you sin less, but it will make you Christ filled. And by getting down on your knees. You are submitting to God's will for your life. And by asking God into your life, you are making your 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 vote count. You are making your election sure. That you choose God over Everything. Money, power, fame, riches, cars, sin. You are choosing God over sin. Brothers and sisters. I said, brothers and sisters, I want you to hear this. I extend to you. The invitation into salvation as given to us in the book of Romans 10 and 9. 
If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I say this, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Romans 10, 9. That's all I have for today, guys. Brothers, this message is meant for you. It is time for you and I to stand as men for God. Because the only way we make a change in this world is unless we stand up for God and not allow sin to enslave us. You see, when we choose sin to enslave us, we automatically separate ourselves based on the color of our skin. We separate ourselves based on the, 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 the way or, or the culture we were raised up in. We separate ourselves based on the way we talk, the style we wear. The things that we do, we separate ourselves because of differences. God never made a world where we would have to live in differences, but because of man's disobedience. One man. All men. Are subject. To sin and Christ has come to be that 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 sacrifice that leads to salvation. Won't you accept that gift from God today? I want to thank you for listening to this week's message, the traveling pulpit. Please join me this Wednesday for a new message, refuel and recharge. I hope this message has been a blessing to you as it has been for me. I just want to thank you for being involved with the traveling pulpit. Ladies, if there is a man in your life or a man in your family that you can share this message with, please share this message with them. If there are men, if, if, if you are listening to this message and you have friends, if you have a brother, if you have, have other brothers that you can share this message with, please share this message. I'm not talking as a black man. I'm not talking as a white man. I'm not talking as any other thing or any other being on this earth other than what God created me to be. And that is a man himself. So recognize that first and foremost, I am just a man like every other man on the earth. And I have Christ. But do you. Thank you again for listening. God bless you. Let's say a quick prayer and be done with it. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. I want to thank you again. I love you. 
I mean it. I don't waste words when I say I love you. To say I love you to someone, you have to believe what you're saying and you have to mean what you're saying. And I could not do the Traveling Pulpit podcast if there was no love in my heart for God's people. So I love you and I look forward to talking to you again real soon. God bless. Tell somebody about Jesus and we'll do this real soon. Bye.